Hello, welcome to the very first Daily Cron. This is going to be my somewhat daily podcast about whatever's on my mind. I hope to keep it short and sweet and uh, hopefully a little bit interesting. And it's January 1st, 2019, so I thought, uh, why don't I give this a shot today? See what happens. So I guess uh, this is my last day of vacation of winter break before I have to go back to the day job tomorrow. And uh, I suppose the main thing that was on my mind today was kind of related to um, software and just how like both great and terrible it can be. So on the one hand, we have... You know, the really, I think, well-designed app that I'm using to record this podcast, Anchor. And I know there's a little controversy about using Anchor, but uh, I like it. I use it for another podcast, and it is just a well-designed application. It's simple to use. It's intuitive for the most part. It's easy. You can get up and running in a few minutes. Even the website, it's clear, it's colorful, it's arranged in a logical format. Someone put effort into thinking about the user experience. In fact, uh, for a company like Anchor, the user experience is paramount. Like there are so many podcast hosting uh, you know, competitors that do arguably a lot more than Anchor does in some respects. But are they as easy to use or are they as nice to use as anchor i don't know i think there's a there's a a reason beyond just it being free that anchor is popular but i think a lot of it has to do with the software i mean it really is very easy right now i'm recording this just with my iphone i mean that's phenomenal i was hoping that this kind of product would be available many years ago i remember when the first podcast wave started I mean, it was it was difficult to record things. Now it's super easy. <clears throat> On the other hand, I also encountered today just some of the worst software I've ever had to deal with with the uh, SEPTA key system. If you're unfamiliar, a SEPTA is the uh, public transit operator for the Philadelphia region. I specifically am mostly using the regional rail, which takes you out to the suburbs, but. The software for the Septic Key system was their new transit system they've been rolling out very, very slowly for years now. It's supposed to be this like combination NFC slash MasterCard debit card system. And you get the key card and then you can add fair products onto it, like the monthly pass I was trying to do today. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the Septic Key website is obviously an internal site that not really meant for public consumption, but is unfortunately the way you have to deal with their product. And it is just terrible from the antiquated, you know, web design to the fact that they use vocabulary, which may make sense to the internal developers. It doesn't make sense to a lot of users. Like one feature of the key system is that you can report your card is stolen. So you can deactivate it. So someone doesn't use your, you know, wallet cash that may be on there. But I believe to do that, it's called hot list. You hot list your card. Like, 
and it's a button that's kind of on a weird screen. But like, who would think about that? If you want to get a monthly pass put on your card, you have to click a button called like Fair Products, and then look through a list that's controlled by some check boxes that update the screen, and then you have to buy it and put a credit card information in, and then the screen kind of freezes for a while before it finally, you know, refreshes. Uh, I remember when I first tried to register my key card a few weeks ago, it was impossible to do. There was no button to register it until you logged in, and when you logged in, the button disappeared. It was it was absurd. I mean, so today, I was just trying to figure out how to get a monthly pass onto my card, uh, and I went through a lot of hoops. There's no instructions anywhere. There's no FAQ that clearly describes what's even possible right now. I had to talk to stuff to keep people on Twitter and thankfully they were very helpful but even they at one point said they didn't think what I wanted to do was going to work but it turned out it did and you can hear a little bit more about that in my other podcast on Anchor it's uh, Partners in Crime it's uh, currently the podcast linked to from my Instagram account and Twitter and such which you know I'll uh, talk about the end here but it just strikes me that we are it's almost cliche to say that we're increasingly dealing with software every day but it's very true we are always dealing with some kind of software product nowadays whether it be something obvious like our phones but then to to maybe less obvious things like like the, the software that is used to you know schedule the trains or the software that's in your car that you don't necessarily even realize is there. Or the software that's on your watch. Or, you know, the many the many kinds of software you use on websites. It's like, and yet, even after decades of computer science research and practical engineering and, you know, our entire world being full of software products it's still very easy to create really terrible software. It, it's just too easy to create terrible software. <clears throat> and so I'm always thinking about this as I'm going around my daily life. Every time I encounter a piece of technology, a piece of awful software, especially awful user experience or user interface design, and they're not exactly the same thing, but they're related, I just think of all of the multitude of frustrations that come up in your daily life because someone who designed this software or this hardware or this combination, they just didn't really think through or experiment or get actual real-world feedback about how they were used. Or maybe they hit some other constraint. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to have a lot of these uh, episodes where I'll be talking about maybe software design concepts. But it's, to me, maddening, just maddening that I go through the world and I'm just constantly like being inundated with terrible software interfaces everywhere I go. And I know that we can do so much better as an industry. And I don't know, uh, you know, what to do about that on a large scale, on a small scale. I just know that I attempt to take care of in the design of the software 
that I work on, from the apps that I may work on to the to the website, even to database design and naming of variables. I think every aspect of the process of software design is important because it ultimately contributes to the final product. And I don't know if I have much of a point beyond that. I was just really frustrated today with the septic key system. And yet, I had a really pleasant experience recording a quick podcast before this one using the Anchor app on my iPhone. It was a last-minute thing. And it uh, just brought home to me the concept that there are really a, a great multitude of different software products you deal with in everyday life and a great disparity in their overall quality. And I think as a as an industry, as a software developer myself, I believe we really do need to focus on the details when we're building software. No matter whether it's for like an iPhone app or whether it's for the website that you know hundreds of thousands of daily commuters are going to have to interface with i think it matters i think the details matter and as software becomes ever more integrated into our daily life into the fabric of our existence as we increasingly become practically cyborgs with our technology the quality of the software is going to become increasingly paramount. And I am taking that as that concept and that focus on quality as a real center point, uh, a real foundational assumption in the work that I'm going to be you know, creating as I uh, attempt to finally get my own business off the ground. So I'm trying to keep these short so I will uh, leave it at that for today. But I hope you enjoyed this. And I'm sure it'll get better as I work on it. Uh, but for now, Happy New Year. It's 2019. Thankfully, 2018 is over. I can look forward to a new year, new opportunities. And I think it's going to be a fun year for me. I think I think a lot of things are going to happen. I have a lot of plans. I have a lot of projects that are in different stages of development and i have a real sense of excitement now that i haven't had in a long time and i just hope i can keep that motivation going and i'm hoping that this podcast and this commitment to try to do this at least five times a week if i can will will be something that keeps me going so in the meantime you can find me on uh you know on twitter at at Stolton, S-T-O-L-T-O-N. You can find me on Stolton on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as Stephen Tolton. If you know me, you can you know, say hi. And uh, also you can send me a uh, audio message here through Anchor. And I can uh, answer your question in a future episode. So, you know, feel free. For now, have a great new year and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.